very good, brother. I've been asking all the Hulkamaniacs out there, who would be the best? Robert Whittaker. That's what they said, brother. They looked me in my eyes. The Hulk has got something else for y'all. Ah! Oh, my goodness. Good times. There's going to be good times. Good times. I know there's going to be Volkanovski too old. Don't make a headline out of anything these days, huh? It's ridiculous. All this talk about the over 35 curse. It's nonsense. Hey, you see how he came, he came dressed? You already know what's gonna happen. He just came ready for the retirement. Look how he looked. As a whole man. Get a good spanking, that's what's gonna happen, yeah. hey. Some notes of ginger and a little bit of secret juice was formed by hard train, lift away, running, hard set, and many executive decisions by yours truly. Look at this. This, this is the real one? Go to this camera right here, guys. This is the real one. This is the secret juice. How you this? How you get this, motherfucker? <laughs> how you do get this? My, no. My friend make it for me. Who? In the back, Connor. This is not the real one. <laughs> this is the fake one. You need someone who they are intimidated by. No. Imagine, imagine you say, Hunter, one second. Let me bring in my special legal counsel, Ariel Hawani, <laughs> the Jew, who comes in to negotiate. What, what do you want for this? No, on the house. Oh, yeah? I care about the money, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't believe you Jews. <laughs> I don't believe on that shit. You see me in an old man outfit, now he wants to be a hard fella. Hey, how about that? Sit down. Hey, I Sit won't be looking like this Saturday night. Saturday night, I'm going to be lean to me. Coming for your head. Yeah, I'm done now. I can just go upstairs and go back to doing what I was doing before. This, this hardcore masturbating. <laughs> All right. <laughs> podcast, we are back. Uh, thank you for that intro there, Jeff. That was very well done. No uh, tonight, we are going to be previewing <laughs> UFC 298 Volkanovski versus Ilya Taporia. And right away, I just want to turn it over to Mikey because he's been spouting off about Ilya for a long time here. So without further ado, Mikey, here's the floor. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm on the other side of the pendulum, though, gentlemen. Uh, Volkanovski is my favorite fighter of all time. He's he's my fucking John Jones. Uh, I cannot. I just I there's a couple of reasons I can't pick Ilya in this position, and the biggest one to me is these ass whoopings he's been giving out lately have let's admit been against very very one dimensional fighters, guys who he could take out of their game and he can make it ugly himself. I am yet to see anybody besides Islam, who's a weight class up, ever do that to Volkanovski. I mean, Ilya completely ragged old Josh Emmett. I think everyone expected that. 
completely ragdolled Bryce Mitchell because Mitchell couldn't get his grappling going and his striking, you know, isn't really up to par with the top 10 guys. Um, I just think, like, saying this is a big step for Ilya is almost understating it. It's more of a fucking jump, dude. It's more of a fucking Olympic long jump. Like, this is a huge step to fight a guy like Volk who... It just seems every time we watch Volk, with the exception of the two Islam pickups, every time we watch Volk, he gets better and better and better, and he can literally win. I, I haven't seen many guys of recent memory who can literally win in any possible fucking way, too. Like, you keep it on the feet, he wins. You want to wrestle him, he wins. You want to grapple, he gets out of it and he beats your fucking ass. It's just... It's so hard for me to see Volkanovski not winning this fight, unless he gets clipped. That's the only way I can see him winning. I don't think Ilya can box him for five rounds and win. If fucking Max Holloway, after three tries, especially the third try, being his worst try, couldn't outbox Volk, I don't know how Ilya possibly could. I could be completely wrong, and he could get dogged, and I'll eat my words, but Volkanovski, since I followed MMA, which was on the tail end of John Jones' career, so I didn't really get to watch him at the height, has been the most talented fighter I've ever watched, and I don't think Ilya is up to that par yet. I think he did himself a disservice skipping Max Holloway. Okay. Jefferson, what do you think? Yeah, I got to rock out with fucking Volk. You know I'm going down under. Uh, like Mike said, he's the fucking, he's like by far the best fighter, at least for the fucking uppercut, uh, uppercut, I can't even say our name right, uppercut generation. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's at least been to either him or Islam for the most fucking, what you call it, dominant championship uh, champion we've seen so far. Uh, I just, in all this talk about Ilya, I think it's just doing more, or all this talk about Ilya being like the next Connor and shit, it's just doing more worse than good for his head. And I, I I think he's going to go out there and be a little bit overconfident for fighting someone like Volk. I'm just doing this. Uh, you can thank me later, but I'm just doing this, what I'm about to do, just to make sure we don't jinx Volk. But I'm going to go Ilya, and I hate the way that... The, I hate this lead-up. Uh, I think he's been extremely annoying. He has been very respectful of Volk. Uh, Volk's a legend. He's probably one of my favorite fighters, if not my a absolute favorite fighter. And I'm a little worried about the him coming off of a knockout, like a pretty brutal knockout from Islam. He seems like he had some reasonings going into the Islam fight as to why he lost. He said he was drinking a lot, wasn't really preparing. He took it on short notice. I believe those reasons. But I'm going to look at myself as a little bit of a martyr here, and I'm just going to pick Ilya to round it out so that way we don't all pick Volk. Because every time we all pick one fighter, uh, they fucking lose. So I put some money on Ilya. Uh, you're welcome because I never win a UFC bet, and I'm picking Ilya. <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome for that, boys. I think I think the cardio is going to be a big difference maker too, gentlemen, because we haven't really seen Ilya go the full five without. I mean, I think he did with Emmett, but other than that, we haven't really seen him go the full five without looking like he was going to be gassed out. And Volk's kind of got that Strickland gas tank where he can go five, and it looks like he can go fifteen. Like mm -hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't see it. I'm not All really right. seeing it. Let's go to the co-main, Robert Whitaker versus Paolo Costa. I would say both these guys really need a win. Um, Robert Whitaker, there's talks about him, you know, after that loss to Drickus, kind of being on the downslope. And then I know Paolo Costa's coming off of a win, but I remember going on here and being 
you know, shitting on that win because he beat up an awful Luke Rockhold who did not want to be fighting anymore, yet Paolo could not uh, get him out of there. So, um, yeah, I uh, I think both of these guys really need a win. I don't know how to pick this fight at all. Uh, so we'll start with you, Jeff. Do you have any thoughts on how this is going to go? Dude, I feel like it's been so long since we've seen either of them. Yeah. It, and I feel like just fucking... This fight has been, like, announced and unannounced fucking so many times, I feel like, already. it. I can't believe it's just actually happening, honestly. That's the big takeaway from, yeah. like, from my point of view is, dude, I can't believe this shit's happening. Let's fucking enjoy it. But, man, I really don't know, because they both haven't looked great as of late, and both of them are kind of in this fucking... What you call it? This, I don't even know what the word is. It's just middle zone of fucking purgatory. That's what yeah. they are in. They're in that fucking purgatory of not, like, kind of being stuck in where they are no matter win or loss. But, uh, give me Robert Whitaker. Fuck it. Okay. Mikey, I'm scared. I love Paulo Costa, but I just think Robert... I think he just has a little, little more smart to him, but he definitely does not have the size. Okay, Mikey, what are you thinking? Yeah, this was a uh, this this one didn't boggle my mind. This was an easy fucking pick for me. Give me knuckles by an absolute mile. I think the minus two fifty odds are completely correct. Um, like just when diagnosing this fight and watching past fights. I mean, if you look outside the Dreykus fights for Whitaker, obviously the Izzy fights he loses. Every other fight, he's pretty much dog-walked the competition in this division. And, like, I'm just trying to think of a way Costa can win. I mean, he has a fantastic chin. He's a decent striker. And then that's kind of where it stops for me. Like, I don't know what else he really has excelled in throughout his career besides that. And fighting a guy like Whitaker, who is... I mean, prior to that Dreykus fucking loss, we were talking about could have maybe been a pound-for-pound pound top 15 guy, like right at 15, 14, 16, fighting Costa, who I don't even know if he's all that good or he's even interested in fucking fighting. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Robert Whitaker by an absolute mile. And he's usually locked in for most of his camps and fights. Like, I think he was even locked in for the Dreykus fight. He just got caught bad. And Costa, I don't even know what the fuck he's locked into. I don't know if it's the UFC. I don't know if it's fucking Twitter. I don't know. Dude, he could fucking retire tomorrow, and it wouldn't surprise me. And, you know, another quick weird fact I found out while researching this, these guys are only a year apart, which seems weird because Whitaker's been fighting for so much longer. I know. It feels very weird because it feels like, yeah, Whitaker's way older. Yeah, Whitaker's only 33. He's really not old. So Yeah, he's technically um, kind of in his prime. <laughs> yeah. Just I, outside of it. I just think he got caught. Like, I think he just got caught bad by a guy who's fighting as good as he, I mean, he's a champ now, as good as he can fight. I don't think that should negate what he's done throughout his career. Fighting a guy like Costa, who I don't, like we were just talking about, couldn't put away Rockhold and hasn't fought, and has fought like twice in like five years. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not picking Costa. I know that. I'm going Whitaker as well. Um, For all the reasons you guys said, you guys covered it really well. Okay, let's go now to the one that I think this is the fight I'm most excited for. I fucking despise Ian Gary. I think he's my least favorite fighter right now. I'm praying Jeff hands a steel Neil knocks him the fuck out. I that being said, I'm gonna pick Ian Gary. 
Um, I just, oh man, I really hope Jeff Neal knocks him out. And especially I feel good about it because Shavkat, that Shavkat fight, like Shavkat is a fucking animal and he really had to go into some deep waters with Jeff Neal there who really put up a great fight. And if it wasn't for that end clinch sub or whatever from Shavkat, he, he really probably would have gotten it to decision and he's able, I think Shavkat is a much better prospect than Ian Gary. We've also seen Ian Gary get get crushed. I know he's coming off that like insane performance against Neil Magny. Um, but if you guys remember when he fought, I'm trying to look, think who he fought here. Yeah, uh, not Gabe Green or Darian Weeks. I think it was. No, it was uh, before that. He got sparked and knocked on his ass like yeah. twice. I think. Who, yeah, Song Kenan Song knocked him on his yeah. ass yep, in one of his fights. On. Now he ended up obviously getting that knockout in the third round and getting a huge win there. But he's been touched up before. And Jeff Neal, obviously, as his name alludes to, uh, he fucking can can fucking knock people out. So I'm going Ian Gary. I know I just gave all the reasons why Jeff Neal is going to win. Um, I'm praying Jeff Neal wins this, though. But I'm going to go with Ian Gary. That's just what my gut's saying. Uh, Mikey, what do you think? Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think I just think there's more of a likelihood that it stays on the feet for three rounds and no one gets dropped. And in that scenario, yeah. I think like 85% of the time, Ian Gary wins. But there is, a th I would say, anywhere from like 25 to almost 50% chance that Jeff Neal could catch him and end the fight yeah. before that before it hits the judges. I, I think there's actually a realistic chance. Not like when you put the quotes and say, oh, it's a puncher's chance. No, I think there's an actual chance. Jeff Neal's an actual sh like skilled striker who could do that. He's not yeah. just a big heavyweight throwing blows. And the way, the way that I bet this fight was I took Ian Gary in a parlay with like Marab, and um i think i think maybe Ilya, and then um i took jeff neal straight up because he's like plus 285 or something so it was kind of similar odds as the other two and i i, I didn't put obviously as much on um what's it called on jeff neal but i do see a way for him to win um but i think it's more realistic that ian gary wins yeah if jeff neal can avoid getting this fucking leg chewed up like neil magny did yeah. and keep a proper striking distance i mean it's anything's fucking possible who knows but yeah i think if it stays goes to the judge the scorecard stays in the feet for three rounds gary probably gets the win uh jeff what do you think yeah you guys pretty much fucking summed it up perfectly i mean i kind of hope jeff neal wins even though i'm not completely off the Ian gary bandwagon like everyone else is uh i still kind of fuck with Ian Gary. I think he's future champion. Well, possibly. I, I don't know if he... This this will really be the showing of it, but I, I, I just... I don't think he loses to Jeff Neal. Yeah. I, I really see this as, as a similar fight to Neil Magny fight. Don't call me racist, but... <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best fighters, though, like... Like the best prospects, though the guys that are really it don't. I feel like they don't like, slip in this position. Yeah, they, they get the win here. Jeff Neal and Neil Magny are like the same exact position. Yeah, they are so, both just like the perfect gatekeepers. I yeah. do want to say, win or loss, though, Gary has got to sharpen up his fucking striking defense. He's got to sharpen oh, yeah. up his mic like, skills too. Which well, this yeah, is the that's... fight where we see that. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, because um, if he wants to fight Shavkat, which I think would be an awesome fight to make oh, yes. in the future, like for the yes. belt. But to get to that point, he's got to sharpen up his defense. 
That's like a must. Shavkat. Shavkat with a nice little dismantling of Ian Gary would be very nice. Okay. Um, now we go to your boy Marab versus Henry Cejudo. Jeff, why don't you take it away? Even though it's even though this is Mikey's man getting the fight here. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, but my lock and I just fucking Marab by decision. By, yeah, I'm picking Marab as well. Mikey, what do you what do you? Uh, well, actually, about? I can't do by decision. Just Marab. Just yeah, give me Marab straight. I'm not going to do all that. Let me not. <laughs> um yeah i read some reports that i don't know if these are confirmed or not but apparently uh, an outlet said that if triple c loses this fight he's yes. gonna retire yeah if that is in fact the case he did say that this is a swan song because it's he over. Been oh, yeah. retired. <laughs> he fired it's, his coach or whatever it, it's a weird i marab is is gonna get this one it's completely over i just i truthfully don't think there's a bantamweight Right now, be, with the exception of Corey Sanhagen, I think would be the one who can beat Marab right now. I don't, especially think... one smaller than fucking Marab. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think Cheeto beats Marab. I don't think O'Malley beats Marab at this given moment. I think maybe Sanhagen because he can mix it up. But other than that, I think Marab's the best bantamweight. I think he's one of the few divisions where the best fighter in the division doesn't have the belt. I mean, dude, Piotr Jan. He shot 50 takedowns and threw 400 fucking strikes. I mean, this guy isn't just going out there and getting a you know fucking 15 minutes of control time out of a three-round fight. He's also starting to beat the brakes off people on the feet, too, and really mix it up with, like, dirty boxing. And I just – it's hard for me to see how Triple C could possibly win this. Triple C is definitely going to negate some of his takedowns. Don't get that fucked up one bit. I mean, he is a world-class wrestler. But I don't think he wins the minutes on the feet at this point in his career. Like, Marab's 33, he's 37. Triple C's kind of looked whack his last couple of fights, too. And Marab is fighting. Yeah, kind of <laughs> an understatement. But in, Marab's just fighting as good as he possibly can right now. I, I just, yeah. Marab, by decision, should be a fucking lock. Okay. And our final fight that we're going to cover tonight, Anthony Hernandez versus our boy, Roman Kopilov. Uh pretty interesting fight um i'm gonna go copy love here i think he's been on a roll obviously he's got like on a three or four knockout streak right now um i think hernandez hasn't lost since 2020 copy love hasn't lost since 2021 this is just going to be a really awesome skillful fight i think we're seeing this new evolution of copy love ever since he started training in dagestan with the Nurmagomedov um brothers like you've seen this whole new side to him and it seems like he's more willing to let his hands go um, I, I think that it's coming all together for Roman Kopilov here. So I'm going to go with him. Uh, but Mikey, what are you thinking here? Ah, it sucks, dude. Cause like I told you, you couldn't get on the train. I've been talking about this guy for a while. I was really pumping him up and I'm just not super confident in picking I'm him. Now. Like, I, I think he's fantastic. I think even skill wise, he might be better than Anthony Hernandez, but Anthony Hernandez almost kind of has a similar, like, game plan offensive style that Marab does like we were just talking about and to come in on short notice like I think it's only been like a week notice for Kapilov because Ikram Aliskarov dropped out that's a tall tall task to ask to beat someone who fights that style on short notice I I'm still gonna take him because I think skill wise he's still better I think he can negate some takedowns and his striking is far beyond I think what Anthony Hernandez's grappling is but just to fight like a workhorse machine like that on short notice, I'm mm. taking Kabilov, but I'm not feeling the absolute best about it. I honestly think he should not have took this fight. 
I don't okay. think you match up with a guy like this on short notice. Okay, interesting. Um, Jeff, what are you? T- are you taking copy love as well, or are you gonna go in? Dude, Hernandez? fucking Mike took the words right out my fucking mouth right <laughs> again. Dude, I'm. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm taking fucking copy love, but I'm definitely not feeling fucking confident in it. I think he kind of gets outworked a little bit, and that's fucking what you call it, bread and butter. So it kind of makes me worry, but I'm completely sold on copy love hype train till it does me wrong. I'm riding it, pause. <laughs> I just hope that since Kopilov's 32, like I hope if he takes a loss here, it just doesn't derail like yeah his rise up the rankings. It probably will. It, it, it 100 <laughs> probably will. And then you guys can clip me fucking pumping him up so much with a fucking clown thing over my yeah. Face. I can't wait. Fucking the circus music. Couple couple months from now, Kopilov has been cut. Fucking yeah. UFC fighter cut and fucking. Then there's gonna be a picture of me on an Instagram with the fucking circus music. Yeah, I don't know. I think if it stays in the, obviously if it stays on the feet, he can win. I have confidence, like you said, Max, since he's been training in Dagestan that he can keep it on the feet, but Jesus Christ, why would you fight a guy with a fucking Ferrari motor on fucking short notice? Like I just ah uh, man. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out on Saturday night. Thank you all for listening. That has been uppercut previewing UFC two ninety eight Volkanovsky versus Taporia. We'll be back on Sunday or Monday or maybe even Tuesday to review this card once it happens. And hopefully Volk will have gotten a win. So thank you all for listening and peace.